0: applying for that promotion that you really want was easy. Well, it is. It's 100% easy. We can totally help you with that in our application support program. People that come to us often are looking for a complete overhaul of their applications. They're looking for interview coaching to learn how to sell the skill set better. And they're looking for coaching on confidence so that they can walk in there and absolutely nail it and blow the panel away. If that is you, our application support program is perfect for you. We'd love to work with you. You can find out more in the show notes. Come and join us, check out our work, check out our testimonials and let us help you make it easy. Hello, you are listening to the High Performance Nursing Podcast with me, Liam Caswell, where I help clinicians just like you take control of their careers and remove all the things stopping you from achieving your biggest goals. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the podcast. Today we're talking about nursing when you don't want to nurse anymore. This is a big topic and i'm excited to dive into this because this is my exact path okay i want to be real with you guys i want to make sure that you understand where i'm coming from and learn a bit more about my story because i know there is so much in my story that relates to your story so i had some really positive feedback about the nursing my nursing story episode if you haven't listened to that go back and listen to it it is a bit of a longer episode But I had so many people reach out and just say, oh my goodness, this is exactly what I'm going through. And here's the tea, like we're all going through the same shit. (laughs) So we may as well go through it together rather than doing it alone. So nursing when you don't want to nurse anymore is a complex place to be. I reckon I spent probably about eight years of my career in this place. I spent, I remember when I moved to Australia, about three, four years into my career, I went, oh my goodness, I'm going to go and I'm going to just be a barista because I just don't know if this nursing thing's for me. I just don't know. And I went and did barista work, and I did some terrible sales work. And I was like, no, no, I've got a degree. I can work. I can do this nursing thing. I love connecting with people. I'm just going to do it. But then I spent literally every hour that I wasn't at work, I was on Google, like, what can I do with a nursing degree? So if that's you, (laughs) this one is for you, okay? So first and foremost, when we think about, like, what can I do with my nursing degree like when I don't want a nurse anymore? I want you to hear that there are so many options, okay? And that being a nurse is not your identity. Having a nursing degree is just like having a Bachelor of Arts, having a Bachelor of Science. It's a broad degree. Yes, it's focused on humans, but it's a broad degree. And any degree offers you a skill set where you can actually go out and do pretty much anything. Have you ever met somebody that did like a Bachelor of Psychology and now works in... I don't know, like engineering or something like that. You know, the world is your oyster. You can do whatever the heck you want. I think the reason why we find it so difficult in nursing is because it's a calling. It's a vocation. We come into nursing because, you know, this is our life's work. We want to help people. We want to heal people. We want to serve the world. And then when we realize and we start looking around and we're like, hold on a minute, is that my path? start to question everything like no one told me about that no one prepared me for putting somebody in the mortuary fridge like that's horrible i absolutely hate that part of nursing you know no one told me that i'd have to break bad news all of these things that we are not made aware of suddenly start happening and we're like hold on is this what my life's gonna be and we have a right you have a right as a human to question that But then what you don't have a right to do, and this is my opinion, you don't have a right to then beat yourself up and keep yourself there for years upon years upon years. Because I did that, and guess what happened? I got burnt out, depressed, very anxious. I overate, I overdrank, and it was a hot mess. So please avoid at all costs. (laughs) Please do not follow my path. And that's why I do what I do today. So the first part of what do you need to do when you're nursing and you don't wanna nurse anymore is just awareness. It's the awareness that, Maybe this is not serving you anymore, right? Maybe just starting to ask yourself some questions around, like, if I could do anything, what would I do? If there's anything in the world that I would be good at, that people say I'm good at, what would I do? What path would I take? What is available to me? What else is available to me, right? And your brain's going to, like, totally hate this. It's going to be like, nothing. You're a nurse. You can't do anything. That's what my brain does to me. It's like, no, you literally could do anything. You could do anything. I just sit with that. Like, I can do anything. You chose to become a nurse. Unchoose it. You can totally unchoose it. You can choose something else. Okay. Now, I know some of you are going to say, Liam, you shouldn't be telling people to leave nursing. You can do what you want. Okay. Take this episode and do what you want with them. But I think it's important to show people that they have options. Because I, for so long, like, believed, genuinely believed I had no options. So I can't I even do it now in my business. I'm like looking at different things. I'm like, oh my God, I'd love to do that. I can't do that. Like, why can't I? Somebody else does it. I can do it. I'm pretty smart. If I can do this, then I can do that. Right? The same rule applies to your nursing. So awareness is the first step. Just get aware of the thoughts that you have about nursing and really be honest with yourself. Are they true? Because I have a lot of thoughts about nursing that are not true, that don't serve me. Okay. And some of those examples are like when I was a nurse, I'd be thinking like, I can't do anything else. This is it. I'm stuck here. I've got to put up with this. I've got to tolerate being bullied. You don't have to do any of that. Don't lie to yourself. The first part, awareness, is about raising awareness to our brain's subconscious beliefs about what we're doing. And then just being like, "Mm, how true is that actually? This is hard work. This is why most people stay stuck because they can't even do step one because they just choose to suffer instead of get curious and explore and challenge the beliefs. And go, so, mm, I don't think this is true. I don't think that it's true that nurses have to stay in a job that they hate. How is that true? It's not true. Where can you find evidence to support that it's not true? So awareness is the first step. The next step is self-leadership. You gotta manage yourself. No one else is coming. I plead and begged with my nurse unit managers as I built my career. I would ask people all the time, what would you do? I'd be like at the nurse's station, like, what would you do if you could do anything in the world? Like, what would you do? I was trying to get ideas for myself. I didn't care about them. I'm trying to find out like different ways or anybody that I met that was a nurse that had made a pivot. I was like, oh, tell me, what did you do? And then they'd be like, oh, I did this, I did. And I'm like, I'd be so enthralled with it. Like pay attention to that kind of behavior that you might have. And don't beat yourself up like, oh, curious. Oh, that's interesting that I do that. Yeah. But take the self-leadership, step into leading yourself because no one is going to give you permission. No one. And I use this analogy or this teaching all the time. Like when I was a nurse unit manager and I demoted myself to educator, everybody around me was like, what are you doing? Like, are you crazy? Why would you do that? And I was like, I just know me better. I know me better than you know me. And I just know that I love educating and I love creating and I love systematizing and I love doing all of this stuff and I love, love, love empowering nurses. And I just, as a nurse unit manager, I could do that, but only at a local level. I wanted to do it across the hospital. I'm like a weirdo like that. That's what I like. So I knew myself better. I led myself into that opportunity instead of just waiting for somebody to tap me on the shoulder and say, hey, by the way, do you think, you know what? You'd be good at educator. I didn't do that. Right? I took charge of my own career, and I moved forward, regardless of what everybody else said. Now, the, the next thing that I want you to think about is, a few of you, especially if you're more senior and seasoned in your career, you're going to say, well, I can't. I just can't. And Like, it's all good for you, Liam. You know, you can just up and leave, you've got no kids, all of the things. I just can't. Get really curious about that belief, like, you just can't. Okay? Like, I've got a mortgage, I've got this, I've got all of those things too. All of them. I don't have kids. I've got pet rabbits (laughs) that are not here in Paris. But I have responsibilities, right? We all have responsibilities, varying levels. But if you are telling yourself that you can't do something because of the golden handcuffs, right, you're getting paid 100 grand a year and you don't know that it'll be any better on the other side and, you know, you're not going to make the same money. I want you to really question, like, whether or not that money is actually worth putting yourself through that for the next 10 years. Because for me, I was making 165k and I was freaking miserable. I was so miserable. I was not happy in doing the work. I couldn't stay there. I didn't last three weeks in that job. Did not last three weeks in that job. I was chasing the money and I was thinking that that was going to solve all my problems. It wasn't. I needed to find out more about myself. So I had to take off those golden handcuffs, break free from that, so that I could go and find the thing that was really going to light me up. And I've never made less money. Let me tell you this right now. Little exclusive. I've never made less money in my life than I do right now running my business. Sometimes I question myself. I'm like, is this a charity? Because <laughs> people treat it like a charity. People come to me and they're like, oh Liam, can you do this? Can you do that? Like My daughter's struggling with her nursing. I'm like, okay, Like I didn't know that this was an NGO. No, I can't, thank you. It's great that you reached out to me, right? Like I shook all of that off. Like I could go and take a job tomorrow and get paid really good money, but I don't want to. It's not in my path. I'm not binding myself or you know, making sure that oh, I have to stay in a job because of the money. I'm not putting myself in that situation. And you can choose to do that too. You can find a job that pays you the same money in a different sector, different area, different specialty, different organization. You can do all of that. Don't lie to yourself that you can't. You can. You just gotta actually take the action. You've gotta just put yourself out there. Don't sit and believe what your brain tells you to be true which is, oh, there's nothing. There's no one, there's no jobs. It's not true, it's a lie a total frigging lie. If you're a nurse and you're making 120K and you say, I see this in Facebook, wild west of Facebook all the time. People say, oh Liam, I'm making 120K a year. I just can't. I can't take the pay cut. Who said you had to take a pay cut? I didn't say you had to take a pay cut. Did you know that most people that come work with us get a pay rise even when they move into a different specialty? Like one of our nursing on your terms clients, she went from being a GP nurse into a public health change management nursing role. And it was not clinical. It was office-based Monday to Friday. She got a pay rise. We had somebody go from floor nursing to nurse unit manager. She got a 35 grand pay rise. We had an EN go to nurse unit manager. She got a 35, 30, 25, 30 grand pay rise. Who said you have to take a pay cut? Now, some of you will take a pay cut, But then the long-term benefit is that you're happier in your work. So just get really curious about the golden handcuffs and you choosing. Like, if you're going to choose to stay... Don't make it about the money. Don't make it that you're staying because you need the money. That's horrible. That's a horrible way to treat yourself, right? It's just unpleasant. You're kicking your butt to go to work every day. You resent the shit out of your work. Go to work because you enjoy doing what you're doing. You're at work for so much of your life. Do not go there just for the money. Oh my goodness. It just makes my skin crawl because I did it for so long. And I just can't convey that message enough, okay? Make sure that you break free from those golden handcuffs and create them for yourself. There are people online that make millions of dollars selling pictures of their feet, <laughs> right? Like, are you kidding me? You can do whatever the heck you want. Now, I want you to recognise that when you do think about nursing and you don't want to be a nurse anymore and you want to pivot, whether you want to go clinical, non-clinical, different specialty, you want to move up the chain, down the chain, whatever you want to do, right? I want you to acknowledge that it's a change process, And that your brain, we love our brains, but it hates change, okay? Our brains do not like change. And there's this theme in nursing where nurses of nursing and that would say, oh, nurses hate change. No, humans hate change. (laughs) And actually, it's because we're really bad at change management and healthcare that change doesn't stick. That's why. It's not that we don't like change or that we're change-fatigued. That's rubbish, right? The world is changing every day. We don't watch the news and be like, oh my God, I'm suffering change fatigue because the world's changing. The world's changing every freaking microsecond. We have to acknowledge that. We have to acknowledge that as humans, we just hate change. We're not wired for change. We love comfort. We love safety. We love just having predictability, right? Notice that in yourself. And when you're thinking about leaving nursing, guess what? It's not safe. It's not comfortable. It's not predictable. You don't know. In my business as an entrepreneur, I don't know. It's the biggest thing that I have to navigate and manage is my brain. Because it's just like every day it's like, just take a job, Liam. Just take a job. Get a regular pay. Just take a job. And I'm like, no, I have to sit with the discomfort of not knowing, right? You maybe don't want to be an entrepreneur, but maybe you want to explore what options are available to you. You have to open yourself up to not knowing and you have to be able to sit with the discomfort to be able to get to the other side of it you can't just expect it to fall in your lap like I did for eight years. You just can't. It just doesn't come. And the funny thing is that when you start embracing change and you go, hold on, hell to the yes, I understand this is going to be painful. It's going to be a little bit uncomfortable. By the way, when I say this painful uncomfortable it's cognitively painful cognitively uncomfortable maybe for three weeks i'll have to shop at aldi instead of (laughs) calls like whatever that is for you maybe i need to stop getting my botox or maybe i need to stop buying this bag or whatever and like i don't need to go to the harry styles concert whatever that is allow yourself to go through that because you know the reward at the other side is much greater than what it would be if you just got the botox right and you would stay in the job for like i mean come on so acknowledge that change is part of this process Yeah. It's totally normal. Yeah. Oh my God. Of course I'm experiencing this. Let's just normalize feeling all of that discomfort and gifting yourself the opportunity to grow and to move forwards. Now, the other thing that's going to come up and it comes up for me a lot and it comes up for our clients in every program that we teach is self-belief. Because when things are uncomfortable and when there's no clarity and when you are in a position where you're like, what is happening? Am I going to get a job? Am I not going to get a job? Am I going to find the thing? Am I not going to find the thing? Is this the right thing? Is this not the right thing? Do I start up a business? Do I not start up a business? Do I move to clinical, non-clinical? What if I lose my skills? All of these things are totally normal. And anytime that you get a question, anytime your brain offers you a question, you are obliged to answer the question. Don't put it in a Facebook group step away from the phone, don't ask your partner, answer it yourself. What do you think? Use your tap into your own wisdom, okay? A big part of this is building self-trust, self-confidence, and self-belief. Now, we've covered self-confidence in the podcast. Go back and listen to that episode if this resonates with you. Go and listen to how we build self-confidence. But it's really about building the belief in yourself. And here's the thing about beliefs. What you believe to be true right now is just a collection of thoughts that you've practiced believing over a period of time. Yeah? So if you want to change your beliefs, you just have to change the thoughts that you're practicing to believe day to day. So if you believe that you're not going to be able to get something new or something that pays you the same money that nursing does, then guess what? You're not going to create that. That's what you believe. You practice believing that. That's what you're going to see. That's what you're going to create. And you're going to be stuck. That's how the world works. If you want to change that belief, you have to practice believing something new intentionally. Because you've got to remember, your brain's practiced this. Maybe it's practiced it like mine for eight years. And you've got to uncondition and unlearn that. And you've got to explore that and start showing your brain, collecting evidence that new possibilities are available to you. That you could choose to think something new. That you could create a new belief. And you just practice believing it over time. An example of this is in my business. I practice believing that my business is hugely successful and that I fill a huge gap in the nursing industry. I bridge the gap. I help nurses manage their emotional and mental well-being whilst building an amazing career. I have to practice believing that. Because if I go back to what I said earlier and all the people that say no to me, all the people that say it's too expensive, I'm not worthy of that investment, all of the crap that people's brain offers them, then what would I choose to believe? My brain wants me to be like, well, you should just shut it down, right? Like my brain's like, you should just shut it down, Liam, people don't want it. But I'm like, no, because I know There is such value in this and I understand the human psyche and I understand that even investing in yourself, whether it's a dollar or whether it's $10,000 is always a huge decision to make and that you have to get over your own shit in order to pay that money, right? In order to join something. So building self-belief in your abilities to succeed is your work. It is our life's work. We have to commit to doing it as nurses because here's the thing, if you don't believe in yourself to be able to leave the industry, you're just not going to create it, okay? And I want that for you. I want you to see that you can do anything. I don't even know you personally. Thank you for listening. <laughs> but I know that you can do that. How do I know that? Because other people have. And there's one thing that I've learned to be true, is that if there's somebody else in the world that's doing the, something that you want you have a duty to go and fulfill that. You can do that. And here's the thing, if they're not doing it and you can't find any evidence, create it. I've told this story before, but when I started my nurse career coaching journey, I was like talking to my business coach at the time and I was like, oh, I'm gonna start this nurse career coaching. She was like, incredible. She was a career coach. And she said to me, Liam, I don't think there's anybody doing this. And I was like, I can't find anybody. That's why I came to you. You're a non-clinical, you know, you're just a career coach and not a nurse. And I think there's a huge need for this. And then I created it. And then, of course, what happened? The whole world showed me that there was nurse career coaches everywhere. Now, in that moment, I had a decision. Believe in myself. Believe in what I had to offer. Believe in the experiences that I've had to be able to shape and help other people navigate their careers. And keep pursuing it. Or stop. Because somebody else is doing it. Back off. Like, there's 9 billion people on the earth. I'm just going to do my thing. I'm going to choose to build the self-belief in myself. Okay. This is a daily practice. There are days where I'm like, this is not working, people don't get it. Coaching is new to nursing. They don't understand it. They think it's mentoring. They think I'm a charity. <laughs> then there's other days where I'm like, I'm gonna revolutionize the industry. And I'm gonna change the shit out of healthcare. And I'm gonna be in hospitals and I'm gonna transform culture. And I'm going to show nurses what is possible in their career. I'm going to show nurses that you can build a business. I'm going to show nurses that you can build amazing careers. That you can choose to love nursing. When I believe those positive thoughts and I practice them, I see tremendous results in my life. In my business, my mindset, my cognition, my all of the things. When I choose the opposite, I'm no good to anybody no good to myself. I don't go to the gym. I have an extra glass of wine. I overindulge all of the things, right? This is a full circle. I talk about this all the time. Our thoughts create our feelings. Our feelings drive our actions or inactions. Our actions in inactions create our results. It's how the world works, okay? So, when you choose to build your self-belief and you really practice believing it and you surround yourself with people that encourage you, if you're not a member of our Facebook groups, come and join them because it's full of people that will encourage you. And you need to surround yourself with these people that are doing big, big things. If you're an entrepreneur that's listening to this and you don't have a coach, a business coach, you need to go and find yourself a business coach because you need to be surrounded. I find that the more that I surround myself with people that are streets ahead of me, the more I learn, the more I grow, the more I become the version of me that I want to be, the more I become the future version of me. Yeah. When you don't have that belief in yourself, it is so much harder to navigate all of the shit that comes up when you make a change. Okay. This is a huge change. Our brain thinks that it's like end of the world. Like you are going to like lose your house if you choose to leave nursing. I hope that I've convinced you today that that's totally normal to think that that, That is true. It's not true. (laughs) Your job is to collect all the evidence to prove to yourself why it's not true. And then you just got to go out and start exploring. The number of people that come to me and say, Liam, I want to do something else. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm like, have you looked? And they're like, no. Or maybe I've been on seek. You have to be active. You have to consciously rewire and refocus your brain, right? So we've talked about self-leadership. We've talked about breaking free from the golden handcuffs. You know, if you do have mortgages, things like that, Maybe sit down and do the work and go, okay, what would it look like if I chose to take six months off where I did agency or I explored different pathways? Or what would it look like if I took a pay cut? Go there. Like, don't just fail ahead of time and think that it's not going to happen and that you can't afford it. Actually give yourself the data, right? Your brain will always tell you you can't until you prove it that you can. And maybe once you've done the numbers, you don't like it. You don't like a reason why and that's totally fine at least you know instead of cognitively beating yourself up and indulging in confusion for long periods of time dive in get the data and then make a decision okay data is so important for decisions we're going to take the next step we're going to explore we're going to acknowledge that it's a huge huge change it's not easy for me to decide to leave that job paying me 165k a year I just knew that I had something more to give. I just knew there was something bigger and better out there for me. I just had to follow that calling. I didn't know what it was. I had to sit with the discomfort. Embrace that. It's part of the human experience. If you think it's going to be rainbows and daisies, you're going to be stuck for the rest of your career. And build your self-belief. Build like This is just a given for life as a human. Start practicing intentionally what you want to believe about you, your life, your career, your relationships, all of the things. I have coached people on everything. I can't get a partner. I don't make enough money. You know, I don't think that I can't do the dating world. Like all of the things, your brain will give you all of the reasons why you can't do the thing that you want to do. And it is your job and your job only to go out there and disprove your brain's bullshit. Your job to go out there and to create the life and the career and the worlds that you want. It's your job to find the partner of your dreams. It's your job, right? sounds a bit preachy, but I think we forget this. If you're anything like me, I forgot it. I did not know this. I knew it at a deep, unconscious level, but I wasn't practicing it. Okay, it's your job to find a manager that doesn't treat you like shit. It's not their job. It's your job. It's your job to create the life that you want. Okay, it's totally possible for you too. So, nursing when you don't want to nurse anymore is a complex, complex process. But, of course, it is totally worthwhile. It's worth you investing in yourself to get to the other side and to create the life that you want. I'll tell you what happened for me when I did this. My relationship with my partner, much, much better. I was not bitching. I was not catty. I'm still a bit catty at times. (laughs) But I wasn't bitching. I wasn't complaining, whining as much nearly as much as what I used to. I would come home from work and I would feel much better and I would be like feel like I made an impact. My relationship with myself was so much better. I wasn't beating myself into submission. I wasn't indulging in these negative thoughts. I wasn't resenting everything that I was doing. I wasn't trying to decide ahead of time how he or she would beat me up or, you know, Tell me that I was not good enough. All of the things with myself changed. I would looked after myself better. I opened new doors. I began to see what was possible. I cut through my own bullshit. All of this is available to you too. So if you're a nurse and you want to explore what nursing outside of nursing looks like, book in a call with me. They're free. There's no obligation to do anything. If I think I can help you, we'll talk about that. But otherwise come and just chat. A lot of people come and talk to me. I love connecting with nurses. I love hearing what what they're going through. I love normalising that what they're going through is part of the, the human nurse experience. And I love equipping them with some tools to move forward. And if you think that it's a good fit, then we can work together and we can explore what that looks like, okay? But book a call, the link's in the bio. Give yourself permission. If you're a nurse and you don't want to nurse anymore, don't nurse anymore. Or learn to love nursing again, but in a different way. It's all possible. I'll see you in the next one. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I'm so privileged that you spent your time with us here today. Hey, can I ask a favour? If you know someone that would benefit from this podcast episode, please share it with them. The more you share, the more we get in front of amazing nurses and we're able to help them see that nursing on their terms across their career is totally possible for them. So I'd love if you could do that. Now, I will see you in the next episode next week. Until then, let's make this year the year that you nurse on your terms. Are you ready? Let's do it.